Hello and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Today we'll be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about a video game. Uh, and that video game is Super Mario 64, uh, the first 3D platformer in the Super Mario series. Yeah. Uh, so we are your hosts, Johnny. And John. And that's in history, isn't it? Uh, I think that in general, effectively, yes. Maybe there was like, obs- I think that there was a couple obscure, not very good ones for like the PS1 beforehand. And mm-hmm. maybe for like the, like, like maybe there was, there was some like 3D stuff prior to it, but not like this is the first one that really I popular. Uh, a lot of history to the game to talk about. Um, so why don't you fill us in on some of that? Yeah. So yeah, well, well yeah, just so we can, yeah. So I'll just kind of go over a brief overview. Uh, like this was kind of the game that really kind of started the revolution of sorts to 3D video games. I mean, people had been or different. Developers have been really pushing for it since the Super Nintendo and the like, uh, and with the like PlayStation on the market. And I should double check this, but I believe the Dream, the Sega Dreamcast was like, I think the other one that console that would have been, yeah, this the Sega Dreamcast would have also been kind of pushing some of the 3D envelope a little bit. But this is really the one that said, hey, like a 3D platformer, like moving around in a 3D space in a video game can really work well, like really, or figure out how to really do it well. Uh, so it was released like in, in Japan first, uh, June 2nd, 1996, and released a couple of months later in North America on September 29th, 1996. Uh, this was an N64 launch title, uh, which is uh, pretty pretty cool, uh, and up there as one of the best launch titles for a console ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's although it was not packaged with uh, the console, like I believe Super Mario World was with the Super Nintendo. That's interesting. Super. I wonder why that is. Uh, probably. Co- Probably because they realized they could make more money off of it, basically. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Just like with that with that specific game. Yeah, right. It 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 is interesting. Figure they're uh, just trying it out. Yeah. Um, but that that is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I would imagine that with the uh, the controller has its. Um, <laughs> It has its uh uh putting aside the uh imbalance of the N64 controller um it seems to with its uh analog stick have um only a certain number of directions which i believe um reflects what 3D was capable of at the time yeah yeah i definitely think that's was the case one of my favorite kind of anecdotes about it the game the like game is that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto who's probably the most singularly famous video game developer ever yeah I would um, say so like, uh, like in terms of just single people like uh, but yeah so he was kind of the big person I, I don't know if he's the I think yeah, yeah I think he did was the director for the game but he basically spent hours just running around in the garden 
to make to perfect Mario's movement. Just literally running around, jumping in the garden, just to make sure Mario moved exactly the way that he wanted him to. <laughs> yeah, and that's a uh, that was I, I maybe he knew uh, how much was like kind of riding on the game as like uh no th- 3d is worth investing in um that he realized it had to come out just right oh yeah 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 and and and, and, and this had to be like a seminal game for that like also knowing like the, the other like that's where the industry was heading and like yeah but he wanted to get out in front of it which they did <laughs> <laughs> they sure did uh yeah, that's an after the well. Yeah, that's so. And then we get into other Nintendo polit- not politics, but like stuff with developers leaving them because of decision the decision to use cartridges instead of discs. But anyway, so okay, so yeah, so like that's, that's a small thing, but yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I'm sure it's not to the people involved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they they ended up losing a lot. Like this, without going into to a whole. The whole thing about this, like the N64 was where Nintendo lost a lot of third-party developers, uh, and that did. Now that's really where they some of their most famous games were made in this time period, like their exclusives. But yeah, that they they were like that te- technologically, the cartridge disc <laughs> variation ended up. Mattering and I don't know enough about the technology to speak to that part, but well, it ended up being discs forever as long as there was. Um, I mean, the discs won out in terms of uh physical games, obviously. Yes, right, yeah, yeah, and until, they were bound to do right until now, when yeah, well, until it's yeah, well, it's discs, unless you choose not discs, obviously. <laughs> We're just games uh, come in a physical format. What? Yeah, imagine that. J- j- just like books. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh. Um. So it came out in 1996. Um. I didn't get it until uh about 2000. I want to oh, say I, that late. Okay. Yeah i I did not even get the N64 um and I'm pretty sure it was 2000 because uh Super Smash Brothers came out in 99 I'm almost certain and well, that sounds right and I got the they got the Super Smash new your your, your parents yes okay. but they got Super Mario 64 used um, okay. Which isn't surprising because it was, um, in terms of uh, game lifespan, significantly older. Right. Um, but I didn't realize that it was used. So I'm going around collecting those purple ghost stars and not realizing that they've already been collected. And I think occasionally seeing a oh. yellow star with eyes and being like, oh, these are different. That's weird. So you went into a save. So you went into an already started save file. I went into an already technically beaten save file. Oh, um, it was God. over. That's it was funny. over seventy stars, but not up to one twenty. Um, so they got to Bowser, which I ended up fighting. Um, 
just as soon as I wandered up there and managed to get through um, Bowser in the sky. That's really funny. I remember how good I felt beating the game. Feeling like, <laughs> oh, man, this 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 whole. Uh, what's the word? It's not ordeal because it was so much fun. This 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 challenge, quest, this task, endeavor, the, yeah. the quest, the quest endeavor has been completed. I feel like a weight's been lifted, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Right. That's that's really fu- yeah. That, that's really funny. So so, when did you go back and like play it from the beginning, or did you or or I don't. I I, I, I think I must have. I must have played it from the beginning at some point because I did have end up with two certainly two uh, fully completed games. Um, so I must have done it because there was um, only one, I think even only save file A was even used when I got it. So I must have gone all the way through at some point, but I don't know when that would have been. Um, probably it, it could have been any time in the next, maybe in the next five years. Like, I, I don't, I don't know okay, exactly okay. when. No, no, that's cool. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that you like had started. So you like probably fought Bowser in the sky. Pretty. Oh, by the way, s- spoilers. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for as much as I mean, like I mean, obviously there isn't really a plot. There aren't really plot spoilers, but like for just stages and stuff in the game. Uh, I would say um, it's a. Like it's 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 been twenty five years, but if you think about it, Super Mario sixty four and a Game of Thrones came out in the same year. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. And we don't act, and we don't exactly say, um, "Hey, uh, spoilers for Song of Ice and Fire are all okay." We don't end up saying that. But yeah, that's a good point. Huh. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, um, yeah. the, uh, noted that it is. Uh, um, I think I did Bowser in the Fire Sea last. Um, I, oh, I, I think I was close enough from the entrance of the castle to get into um, Dark World. And then I just don't have a lot of uh, memories of Bowser in the Fire Sea. But I'm not, I'm not sure about that. But it's it, it sounds funny, so let's go with it. Okay. <laughs> no, that's funny. So uh, I actually didn't play the game as a kid. I, I have friends that had it, and I watched, it, and I had an N sixty four, but I didn't actually beat like I didn't. I never owned Super Mario sixty four as a kid. So I, would, I was always fascinated by it when I would see people playing it. But I so I I didn't actually beat it. Well, I saw so I played part of it. A Super Mario 64 DS. Uh, and I got through a bit of that like as, when I was younger. And then it wasn't until like four or five years ago when I finally beat that version of the game. I did play a little bit of DS as well, but it was way later. And I'm getting the actually getting the craziest sense of deja vu. I feel like I've talk, talked about playing DS on here before. Uh, but essentially, <laughs> um, putting that aside, um, essentially the fact that I was trying to 
get uh, into all the little secrets of uh, Mario 64. And even once I'd gotten what I thought was everything, um, I was I would have even dreams about finding um, additional stuff. Um, <laughs> and then in DS, there actually was additional stuff. So the catharsis on that was like incredible that I could go into the uh, like go into the um, mirror room on the third floor and yes. actually go through yeah. and go go. There's a picture there where there wasn't before. Um, and I could go, th- yeah, go through the mirror and go into the reflection into a white room. And I'm just like, guys can't handle it. Yeah, that's that, that's funny. Yeah, there's a lot of extra stuff in the DS version. Like, there's an extra 30 stars. Uh, obviously, you can play as Wario, Luigi, and Yoshi, who you start the game as, yep. weirdly yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I did end up playing through most of the game as Mario, uh, just because I mean, he's the most balanced and uh, the best for like a, a given star, because obviously he was also, you know, <laughs> who you play the original as. <laughs> you but, can't. Yeah, you can't beat the entire game with just one character. Yes. Um, but playing with Mario after you've uh, after you've unlocked him exclusively with Mario, I want to say that's possible, and it's the closest you can get. Yes, I yeah, I believe that's true. Yeah, like you, yeah, you can't now. There are like certain stars that you need that you can only get with. I'm not sure about well, yeah, Yoshi, but I know there are, there are certain stars you can only get with Luigi and Wario. Yes, um, but, whether you have to reach a uh, a high point that you couldn't any other way with Luigi, or if you um were to block. if you need to yeah break a block or ground pound into something um, to get somewhere. Yeah, uh, but in order to at least beat Bowser, I don't think there are enough of those stars that you have to use the other characters to like not be able to reach. I've I, sixty or so. I assume it's still seventy is the threshold for Bowser for Bowser in the sky. Um, it might not be. It might be sixty. Oh yeah, you know what? Even I though there are more stars, it's it's less of a threshold. For whatever reason, I that sounds kind of yeah, that sounds about right actually. Yeah, let's see here. Um, gameplay, um, yeah, thirty more the uh, total stars in the original game. Um, this might it might not be on Wikipedia, general Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't think it is. Whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, then but, we played. Go ahead. So you did. So you didn't play. You didn't play it at all as a kid. The original. No, well, I like put it at friends' houses, but like, I, but like, I didn't like. I never owned it. Okay. Uh, so, but I did, and I didn't actually beat the original version until when we played through it. When you and I played through it last year. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's great. That's great that I saw the the full experience of that. That was um, probably the one you wanted to get to most, more so than Sunshine or even Galaxy. Oh, from the 3D All Stars collection. Galaxy Two is not in the um, is not in the All Stars collection. So I guess I just mean from with Mario platformers that you hadn't gotten to yet. Oh yes, I yes, I would say I would probably say that yeah yeah that was the one I was most looking forward to. Um, which yeah, 
which is cool. Yeah, so, yeah, because Sunshine I was kind of looking forward to, and that's a whole, obviously a whole other episode or whatnot, but it's not as good of a game, but... <laughs> I so, did get, um, um, I'm not sure whether I want to, uh, if, if we wanted to go into specific stars, I'm not sure whether to talk about this now or um, later, but I, I, while I don't remember when I went through all 120, I do remember when I went through the, I probably already, I was going to 120 from the uh, existing save file. So I, I was trying to get like the last 40 mm. stars on the existing one. And there was one that I could not get. I could not get at all. And it, no matter how hard I tried, um, and I refused to look at the... Um, I refused to look in, at, to see if the internet had anything to say about it because it wasn't feat-based. It was a red coin star, uh, and I did not know oh. where the last one was. I what? did not know. I think I'm gonna. I have a guess as to what it was. Was it more? Was it the uh, what the cap one? The what? The what one? The wing cap one? No, the, it wasn't any. It wasn't any of the caps. Okay. Huh. No. Yeah. Wing cap. There isn't a far far flung one. Um, you could. The only cap where you could miss one could, would probably be vanish everything else is in a confined space slash is really uh delineated you know yeah but um no it was shifting sandland because if you recall there is a red coin behind you when you start the level oh that's right yeah and, that, that's evil but brilliant <laughs> and it never occurred to me to turn around and check out behind me because there was like i mean there there have been areas like that where there's just nothing there in other courses so i didn't think to check there and when i say never i mean never because the way i found out about it was by flying over the entire stage and seeing it oh, from above that's kind of a cool like cool moment though but the the funny oh, thing yeah. is I want to say I, I might have been flying randomly, but I also might have been responding to a dream of mine where um, the last red coin was high in the air at the end of a of a pole like the ones that are in the wing Mario over the rainbow level. Um, which has the clouds and the cannons, and it's just the red coins. So it's not it's not the wing cap level. It's the one across from, uh, you know, near TikTok clock. Um, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, and um, so there are poles that are the green poles coming from the top cloud, and I thought I dreamed that there they were. Um, uh, high up in Shifting Sandland, so when I flew up to... I might have flown up to try and look for that, and then sp found it accidentally on the ground. That's that's that, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that was... That was, uh, that was a good day. The, yes, the, the, the end, kind of, sort of. <laughs> uh, so do we yeah. want to go... So why don't, do we want to go through... Uh, we're gonna go, so we're going to go through every course now? <laughs> 
Every course, yeah. Every yes. star, no, every course. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of them will like will have much more to say on some than others. Uh, like this one, we can we can start with the castle, ca- counting the castle as a course. Uh, just that uh, it's the idea of a hub world was or using the castle as a hub world was, that was really new. Yes, yeah, new. It worked really well. It also was kind of a course because there were obviously like a lot of secret stars and it had one of the best tracks in the game inside the castle walls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like one of the most recognizable Mario tunes that is not the main like world one, one super Mario Bros. Yeah. And, um, this, and this is one of the unfortunate things. Um, if you have not played super Mario Odyssey, um, skip to like 30 seconds ahead of this. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that um, you end up in the castle, and it's at least a rendition of Inside the Castle Walls. Yes, you do. I, I It's been a while since I've played that part, but you do end up in the castle. And I think you're right about it being a version of Inside the Castle Walls. Yeah, I was I was pissed that I learned about that before I before I played it. And I, oh. I, still, I still haven't played it, but... You should. Uh, I, I know. I would want to watch you play that game just to see your reaction to things. <laughs> Maybe if I win a Switch randomly one day, I'll um, I'll actually go out and buy Odyssey. That or mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. Vice- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, aside from that, um, I mean, jumping into the paintings was just such like it had a strangely creepy not creepy it was just kind of a little eerie yes to the, be in the empty castle yes agreed yeah like when i was a kid i always had that sense like oh there's something like i know there isn't really anything here other than like the toads and some booze but like in certain areas but it feels like yeah a little eerie yeah because the only let me see um aside from falling the only thing that can hurt you in the um in the castle are the are the torches oh that's right um i can't think of anything i mean unless you count the courtyard unless you count the courtyard then then it's the booze okay um yeah that makes sense and oh and you can drown when the when the water level is up oh yeah yeah when it gets up yeah (laughs) if you really want to die you can stay down there and drown (laughs) Well, but but I mean, I imagine there are like people that like that if you say you played it in 1996 and you're like like any game, like I imagine there's people that did try to figure that stuff out of like, hey, like, yeah, like like you played the game enough, you're just trying to like, like find everything about the game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think one other since we're talking about the courtyard, um, since we're talking about game history as well, or we're just moving out of game history, um, we need to talk about Ella's Real 2041, which oh, is okay. the inscription on the statue, the star statue in the courtyard, um, which was deciphered very early on um, in the game's run, but was only recently, like in the last year, um, confirmed that Luigi was supposed to be in the game originally. Yes. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, it was a uh, or or twenty four oh one, maybe not twenty forty one. Yeah, yeah, twenty four oh one. That's that's an interesting. Yeah, that's, but yeah, yeah but yeah, that's that's interesting that that mystery was almost there to find. That's that's really that, cool. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what um why like if it was just the crunch of the end of developing the game or why he wasn't in the final game. Oh, uh, L is real. Twenty four oh one is in is a page on a wiki called a Mario Mysteries wiki. So there's a rabbit hole for you. Okay. All right. Okay. Then I uh, that will be jumped into at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of jumping in to stuff, uh, first. Of course, you jump into Bomb Battlefield. Yep, you have no choice. You have to start with Bomb Battlefield, yeah, unless yeah. unless you're a speedrunner. Then you'll then you start with Bowser in the Dark World. <laughs> the, speaking of rabbit holes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, um, the Bob Bomb Battlefield. I always called it Bobom, but I think Bobom is is a better is better pronunciation. Um, is that you have this first boss, and you, in general, are talking to more people right, or characters that are helping you, like the pink Boboms, um, or uh, or the quote unquote enemies like Koopa the Quick, and um, and and King Babam. Um, there's just a little more interaction at the beginning because you need, even from the enemies, you need guidance. You need a King Babam to say, "I bet you can't run in my around to my back and pick me up." Ha ha. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because the player wouldn't have known at that time, like, like, how do you fight bosses in 3D or like what do moves do <laughs> and this is a pretty recognizable um soundtrack as well it it appears in two other courses as well well so what are well first of all I, it's funny you say that cuz i one of the things i one of the things i wrote down is that i can like hear the music and see mario kind of like falling into the course <laughs> for this <laughs> one in particular what are the other two courses Womp's Fortress and Tiny Huge Island. Oh. So, so yeah, so, so the, the next course does it, um, and then they just bring it back for Tiny Huge Island um, for whatever reason. There are other repeats as well, but not of that particular track. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. My, my favorite one, I think, is a, is it, my favorite one is a repeat. <laughs> uh, yep, my favorite one, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, it, it is the it is the best one, but we'll get to I, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, cool. I uh, the concept of like the Scott of using the wing cap is cool. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about the wing cap either now or yeah, I can talk about the wing cap now. Yeah, and I mean it. It does at least in the context of Babam Battlefield, it does um, encourage or um, incentivize. Uh, the idea that 
you are not really we're not expected to do all of the stars in a course right now yes um which is not something that i mean people needed to be told that because i, I you, you've played more earlier early mario games than i have but i'm pretty sure that format did not exist before no well it, like there's stuff there's stuff in earlier in particular looking at like mario world there's stuff that you can't do in the beginning like there's exits to some of the courses you can't get until like later on but okay. it's still well but the objectives are different because it's like you're collecting stars and so you might think oh well i need or like to your point you might need to, you might think oh i need to clear every star in this course before i move on to the next course right um and not only can you not um get one of the stars without the wing cap which you can't get until you have 10 stars but when you um open or when you get it one star and when you get three stars it continually tells you you have access to this door now so it's like hey go ch- hey hey go check out this other world go check out the one that has three it's like egging you on to try new worlds at, yeah. at different stages yeah which is yeah which is just smart game. like there's just so many just smart game design decisions <laughs> like that yeah. yeah and ones that seem even more so when you consider that they were pioneering yeah yeah like 3d video games in 3d <laughs> yeah and something with uh, that that was just well i mean that th- this is related but it's it's non-linear well oh right yeah 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 like not yeah Though they kept some of that with the path to um for for both um one and two um which we can talk about now with with womp's fortress it it definitely makes uh it's so that i lost my train of thought sorry oh the paths oh, you were saying oh like yeah it. it yeah the paths right it's it's uh it's a straight shot to the bosses um, I mean, it's not clearly marked all the time, but you at least are getting to a destination versus exploring or doing something or or whatever. Yes. No. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sp- I spent a lot of time on this course. When I, like in the 64 version, in, or the, sorry, the DS version, I just remember spending a ton of time on that course. <laughs> I Which like, one? Bomb on Battlefield, because I wasn't, like, good enough to place to get to some of the other later <laughs> court. Not, uh, like, yeah, at least, like, the early court. This one, Womp's Fortress, I spent, like, a lot of time there, but... Yeah. Um, um, and then, in yeah, in Womp's Fortress, um, I don't know, the... The implication in Womp's Fortress is a little dark in that... Um, you have when you first enter the world you have a um a a certain government in place with um king womp at the top (laughs) um and this is a um populist working class um uh government uh uprising because um they are always being trod upon um Yes, <laughs> under under people's feet, um, and so Mario has to go in and re reestablish the establishment, 
And that's why when you go in to the second star, it, the tower is built and it, I mean, the implication I think is that it's built out of the fallen soldiers of that kingdom. All right. Yeah. I, I never, I never quite put a narrative to that, but I mean, like a lot of Nintendo games, I I think that's a, very, a valid reading. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because, um, yeah, you got to look for subtle stuff because that's often all there is, is 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 subtle as far as story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like there's a couple there's one in particular from like the first Pokemon games that's kind of like that, that I won't like that's pretty dark that I won't like go into. But if you know, you know, <laughs> Uh, in regards to something with your arrival, anyways, but yeah, like that's like a lot of the Nintendo's, some of the darker. I, There's a lot of Zelda stuff like that. Now, Zelda obviously has like more of a story, but like there's a lot of kind of subtle Zelda things that are kind of implied or could be taken as being implied. I think even I know what you're talking about with Pokemon. Yeah, the, no, but, like, but we but we won't go into it. Yeah. Does it have to do with a um a certain shade of purple? Uh I don't think so. It, no? Okay, we might um, be thinking of different uh, It might. It might. Okay. But regardless. Anyways. Um so um <clears throat> Yes, yeah, so what I Oh well, I just oh well the falling into the cage star is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that is, that is a bit annoying. Or um, at, at least figuring yeah. out like that you're supposed to use the owl. <laughs> right. And you have to just uh, climb up the tree to even find the owl. Um, and then you'll, the, kind of like with me in the red coin in Shifting Sandland, you'll be up there and you'll see it. Um, and e- even if you uh, pick across like that wooden plank to get to the rotating platforms, um, you you can get there and you can see it up there and um again if you're a speedrunner that's all you need but um even if you're just uh playing through the game you can at least see that the star is there from that vantage point that's yeah yeah that makes sense but the same cannot be said for blast away the wall which which I think is considered to be by players the most unfair star. Oh, uh, because you have just no clues what they mean by blast away the wall. Yeah, right. Because you assume, oh well, you use the cannon, but you have no idea. There's no clues as to what you're supposed to try and hit. Yeah, it's right? not a clearly marked wall. It's just like a random feature. The only thing is that if you're standing in that area, you can see a, a vague line where it's where it's going to break off. But you you wouldn't really look twice at that. I what? I don't think I would. No, that makes yeah, I I I would not have figured that out. <laughs> uh especially as a kid, but uh Jolly Roger Bay Dolly Roger Bay, um, which does have um, the track that is named after the other, but it is in this one as well, regardless. 
um, of Dire Dire Docks. Yes, which is the best theme in the game. <laughs> which is which is the, I mean, I best. I don't like the word best. I just like favorite. I, I think it is. I, I I think I'm the opposite. I think it might be the best in that it has the most character as a piece, but. I do like I don't have Dire Dire Docks on my iPod. I do have Inside the Castle Walls and the staff roll in on, on that. Oh, staff okay. roll was probably has historically been my favorite. It's, I it's, need so, to, it's, it's so good. I need to listen to it again. Because <laughs> it's totally it, been yeah. Yeah. Um and then there's uh, not a heck of a lot about I mean we there there are things you could talk about with Dire Dire Docks. Or yeah, of course I'm doing that. Uh, Jolly Roger Bay, but nothing too standout-ish. Yeah, I, I generally don't like water levels in in a lot of video games, but I really generally don't like them in Mario games. I think I think both of the water levels in this game are well, are I guess not both. There's more than one technically, but like more than two. But like I, I like the water levels in this game a little more than. In the 2D ones in general. Uh, and I think that's just, the, but yeah, but it's, so it's fine as a water level, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I guess in, in a 2D water level, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, it kind of, in 3D, it feels like you're really moving in a different way. Yes. Whereas in, in 2D, it's like you're just hovering up, down, back, forth, and, you're, and your, your movement is more uh, slower and more limited, it feels like, um, without anything to make up for it in terms of a different experience. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and, like, the, and like enemies... Like it feels like you're more limited, also in comparison to enemies in two D, the two D games as well. When you're in water levels, uh, um, you're what? What with the enemies? But more, you're, yeah. Like to your point about you're more, li- you're more limited a little bit in your movement, also in comparison to to enemies. Like the enemies can all move better in the water than you can. Ah, uh, yes. Or certainly, fa- certainly faster. Yeah, unless you have the unless you're a frog. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um uh no cool. course for oh my god what's wrong with me a cool cool mountain yes penguin yeah i was the first thing i that was my first thing was gonna be <laughs> this is the meme of the whole game <laughs> is dropping the penguin up the side i i honestly <laughs> the memes based on that will be funny for all time oh yeah it's it's yeah, because it, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so you you drop drop off. You're you're supposed to get the penguin to its mother, um, but so you can you can either drop it off before you give it to her, um, or you can give it to her first and um make her life better and pull her out of the pit of despair before you take it away from her. And she'll chase you before she gets lost from like two feet away from her pool, and then you're free to just drop her out to, to murder her baby. Yeah, and then 
So, so basically, you kind of restore her heart, so to speak, and then you take it out and just stab it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want uh, you, you have to give her hope. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that that is the meme, though. But uh, I would always have trouble with that slide for some. Well, I guess no, no. Sorry, not the slide, the race. I should say, or getting the um, baby down there. Yeah. The- Oh, um... Sorry, I forgot that there's obviously, like, there's the rate, the... There is the slide that's not the slide, but there's an actual slide in the course as well. Yeah, there's an actual slide, and you first... You first complete it, and then you have to complete it um, with actually beating the penguin, who's probably the deadbeat absentee dad of the family <laughs> that that would track because there aren't any other penguin there aren't any other big penguins in the course are there um no there aren't any other big penguins in the course um so i and and the penguin it, it might be a, a lesbian couple too because i don't think the we're actually i don't know if either gender was specified i don't remember i don't think it is. But it's that's probably the case. Um, and like the one of the few things that changes once you get 120 stars, um, is that he gets really fat, and but he doesn't get any slower. But so it's just harder to see yourself when he's behind you. So oh, that's obnoxious. <laughs> but he's really let himself go. He's he's developed an eating disorder because his someone uh dropped his kid off the ledge and then and then like and then came through and like beat him in a race right yeah he's like what, what his self his sense of self-worth is <laughs> it was mario's t- kind of mario's kind of not even kind of mario's mario's very brutal oh yeah yeah and yeah, uh, uh big, now, booze haunt, big booze haunt uh not your favorite not my favorite, but not my least favorite in this in this game. I generally don't love ghost houses because I find them confusing. But like, uh, there's a couple that are kind of cool. But in general, but yeah, I'm trying to. I don't want you to say it. I'm trying to think of what your least favorite is. Um, oh, I have. I have one. I have one idea. I have, I have, I think I, I have two ideas. All right, I'll see if you can guess it when we get to it, but. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, this, yeah, I, the one, the couple stars of this course that stick out, well, it's one one it's, it's a pretty unique way to get into the course. It is, it is, yeah. Um, there's not, everything else is, a painting or a trap door. Um, this is the only one where you have to beat an enemy because it's the only it's the only enemy in the in the castle. That's yeah, that's a good point. There might yeah. be a fire breather somewhere. Oh, I think there's one. I feel like there's one down in the basement. I feel like there's a fire yeah. basement. There might be a fire breather in the basement, but the the water never completely goes away, so it can't generate anything. So it's useless. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which is fun—a funny design choice. But uh, the, the one, go ahead. 
the, I was going to say the one downside, um, well, maybe not the one downside, but probably the biggest downside with Big Boo's Haunt is that two, three of the stars are almost exactly the same um, in that you have to beat a Big Boo. Oh. oh. Is the first and the second beat Big Boo? I'm remembering yep. the one where you beat him in the rotating... Such. Yeah, that's the merry-go-round, but the one before that is the first one where you go around and beat the um, beat the ghosts in the house in order to get him to appear. Um, oh, that's right. And then he's on the balcony the entire time. You just have to get to him. That's right. Was that the one... Okay, would you, there was one that I remember just being absolutely like terrified when I was platforming up to the balcony. Was that that star... There was a star that I just remember, like, tiptoeing across the beams on the roof in, like, trepidation that I was going to fall. Oh, that is, yeah, that is, the, that is Big Boo on the balcony. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I think I fell a couple times, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was, that one was tough. Uh, there's the crazy platforming one, or not, the one that where you got to do, like, the crazy platforming trick. In Big Boo's Haunt? Yeah, it's like, I think it's in the library where you like, you have to, like, you have to do like almost like a no look back kick up onto a wall or something or onto a balcony. So, um, I mean, the way you're supposed to do the library is to go through the library and um, hit the books, but speedrunners don't just skip that and do a um a, a side somersault and a wall kick onto the onto the platform with the star. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, that 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 way of it. Um so there's that Hazy Maze Cave. Is that your least favorite? It is. And this yeah. is the only star, the only course when we did our playthrough. So I wanted to do at least one star in every course because we because we were like alternate since we were like alternating. Uh, like mm -hmm. I wanted to do at least one star in every course. This is the only course where I only did one star, I think. Maybe I did two, but like like I I just didn't I I, I just I was like uh, I was just like this is confusing. I don't care. <laughs> Which is like I'm immature, but like I was like, I don't care. Well, if you don't care, you don't care. Um, there's a lot of there are a number of different uh, areas in this, and it it is easy to get lost before you know it. Um, there's the elevator area. There's the rolling rocks area. There's the cavern. Um, this is the only. Uh, course that has one of the caps in it um, to to get the caps. This has metal cap in it. I thought um, that Dire Dire Docks is the vanishing one. No, uh, no, vanishing is its own. It's it's in the moat. It's not in a oh, course. Wait, oh, oh, you mean to like unlock it overall? To unlock it, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um but then there's the uh then there's actually the hazy maze. Um and there are just a couple of other 
uh, secret areas that are it's it's easy to get lost <laughs> again yeah that makes sense i do remember the most nerve-wracking one of those nerve-wracking parts of our play was watching you do the 100 coin star for this one <laughs> oh um how did that end did that end with me on the hanging from the 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 thing the, i think I mean, you got it on like the try but like i just remember you would drop till you were at like 90 or something and you were and you were on like one health at one point <laughs> oh yeah so yeah, there like, weren't many coins left to recover from or recover but yeah and i okay i must not have been super near oh well, you know what i think i was near the spinning heart and that's how I bounced back from that. Oh, but okay, yeah. The, I don't. Be, I don't know for sure. That makes sense. But... Um, and then uh, Lethal Lava Land is one that you like. Yeah, so I'm gonna say yeah. In contract to his music game, I really like this course. I just think it's like really well. Like I, I just really, I just really like how it uses the environment. Uh, the bullies like bo- both and that it has a sub-environment with the volcano uh, and how, how, it, how all the stars are kind of laid out in the different areas is, I think, is just, I, don't know, I just really like the design of the course. And uh, the bullies are one of the few enemies that you can't pummel physically. You can't jump on them or punch them. Or where you can, you can do both, but that doesn't kill them. You can't kill right. them by doing that. Right. Um, that's in addition. That's uh, true with the eyes. That's true with the snowmen. Um, uh, uh, the fire people. The the fire breathers and the like electric orb things are ones that you can't beat at all. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You can't kill them at all, which is weird. But yeah, that is odd. Um, but yeah, I. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot. Yeah, just really cool course. Um, really atmospheric too. Yeah, totally. It yeah, it is. And then the volcano. Yeah, and getting into the volcano is fun. Um, going on the shell is fun. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like there isn't like a ton of hidden. Obviously, the volcano is like a sub area, but it like directs it directs you to the volcano for one of the stars. Um, yeah. Uh, Shifting Sandland, the next one is um, one of my one of my favorites. Also, one of my least favorites, but <laughs> uh, um, that might be. Oh. Uh... It's, it's yeah, we'll say one of my favorites. It might be my favorite. I I think like in design, it's really cool and how it uses the environment. I just don't I just don't like it. <laughs> I but, like I mean, I guess the volcano is is a separate area, but I I tend to like worlds with separate areas with t- entirely separate areas. In this case, it's the pyramid, which is a cool like very cool environment. I just get annoyed by it. Which means I'm probably just not good at that. <laughs> but this is so these has uh, the the pyramid has some of the worst, most disgusting uh, speed running tricks, where you basically start from the uh, beginning and do the uh, do just do two triple jumps 
to get uh, to shining atop the pyramid. Um, that's just that's just un- unreal. Like, <laughs> and then um, you you can use a bob bomb to clip through the uh, the top of the pyramid to get inside it for both for both inside the ancient pyramid and for stamp atop the full pil- four pillars. So you never have to stand on the four pillars. That's interesting. Yeah, I did. And the note of the pillars, like I, I did like the course is really well designed in terms of how you have to do stuff around the whole course for all the stars. And, and sometimes uh, like the, what's the one where you're, isn't there, there's one where you f- use the things to fly, the vultures like to fly, or am I just thinking of when they take your cap? They just take your, unless it's the first star where they're whole, whereas he's holding a star, um, he'll go for your cap. Okay, yeah, that might be something different. Um, but but I do like that. Like it's the course kind of uses its expansiveness. Anything? Else if you I- do, if you do uh, stand atop the four pillars, um, the traditional way, then you can. There's there's a lot of variety in that. So you stand atop the four pillars, um, and then go into the pyramid and face um, I Rock. And that is, I'm like, oh, wow, I never expected to be in like an Indiana Jones alcove type thing when I started a star called Stand Atop the Four Pillars. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool like design choice. So that was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a cool design choice. Uh, Now, for, for Dire Dire Docks, Actual, actually, dire, dire. Yes. <laughs> um. I. This is. Oh, it, it is another one of my favorite courses. It's, as well. a, it's a great course. Not just because of the. Um, well, sorry, but, but not just because of the that, but because of uh, the collect the caps is one of my uh, traditionally my, one of my favorite stars. Hmm. And I like how. Um, the the second area has almost no enemies. Um, I you I didn't you think have, of that. You have a shell down there, and you have one or two fire breathers, but that's it. And then even in the first part, there are the sharks, and that's really it. Yeah, that's so, a good. Point. So it's a very it's 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 a peaceful. Uh, area. Yeah, that's a good point. I also really like how the first stars used to unlock Bowser 2, Bowser and the Fire Sea. Like, to kind of have the, the... That's just kind of a neat... Again, adding variety to the game of like, oh, you have to unlock the boss in one of the courses. Right. Yeah, it it had a similar type of variation as with the caps where you do have to go into a course for that. Um, and, I mean, you, you still had to get behind a star door. For all of them, you had to get behind star doors. But right. um, at least for this one, you have to do a a strangely ironic star um, because you go into a water level to unlock a fire level. Yes. That, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Um, anything else on Dire Dire Docs? The I, um, you you had you had some frustration. I remember with the manta ray. Yes. Yes. Uh, but 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 I don't think it like I, I think it was I, I do think it's like a good still kind of like a cool star. I just like it just I, I was always just I like I think it's a cool idea. I was just always just outside of it uh of like completing the circuit. Yeah, it's it's hard but not in a way that makes you think it's stupid. No. No. No, no. Like it was like it, no, like it was like an appropriate level of like challenging. And again, again, another water level that I liked. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no man's land. Yeah. Um, this is so. I think six and seven, Easy Maze Cave and uh, and uh, Lethal Lava Land were both were were repeats of tracks, but they might not have been, or that might have been Lethal Lava Land and Shifting Sand Land. There were repeats in there, but this is a repeat of the other snow level. Um, oh, it's also one where you jump into a wall instead of a painting. Where is it in the castle? I'm trying to. It's in the mirror room. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that one's very. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool course. I. The eight coins, I mean, you did the eight coins for this one. Man, is that difficult as far as like, like, in ter- at least in terms of like, no room for error. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it first you have to do basically the work for a different star. So y- there's an entire star to whirl from the freezing pond. And you get. And, and jump into that star and then you do the exact same thing for red coins but instead of getting the star you get the shell and then yes. go through the shell um avoid the snowman get back off go under the uh go under the 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 ice bully that's right yeah which is a cool boss fight kind of like the ice like at least his design is pretty neat yeah you're like oh it's a it's an at least fought a fire one now we're gonna fight an ice one I think that he looks a little cooler than the fire. It looks a little cooler than the fire one. Maybe it's like the, just the ice aesthetic of the coloring. <laughs> I think you're right. And, he, and he's unique, too. He's the only one of his kind. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I don't think about it. I can't think of anything else in the game where he shows up. Uh, Speedrunners just dive into him. You can dive into him from off the, off the uh, arena and just get him off. That makes sense. <laughs> I think the only reason you can do it is because it's ice. That's why you can't do it for the the fire bullies, but I could be wrong. Oh, because he slides? Because Mario slides more or at least differently. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, at least differently, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's so many, like, really neat things that speedrunners just, like... There's some kind of that are like, oh, that's kind of cool, and there's some that are like, how are they doing that? <laughs> Are you just like, oh, that makes sense. That was kind of an oversight there. Those are two um, perfectly reasonable moves, like with the, the books in, the, in Big Boo's Haunt. Yes. Where you're just like, oh, you, you designed this whole library and it's completely unnecessary. Right. Um, yeah, the crazy, well, the craziest things are like, well, you know what? We'll, I think we'll talk about it in a different course, I think, I have in mind. Yeah. 
I think also Snowman's Land. No. No. A little like maze is kind of cool, like when you're in the like ice structure. That's kind of cool. Uh, so Wet Dry World. Wet Dry World is another one of my favorites. Yes, I, I think this is my favorite course in the game. Um, uh, there's so much to it. There's like, you have... Uh, it's it's a different course depending on whether you, you you have water or not. You have an entire other area um, that doesn't even blip you into a different area. It's you you just swim to it, and um, it's the only one where it matters how you get into the level. Yes, that's one of the factors that like I think is what makes it so cool. Yeah, is that the interaction between the hub world and the actual course. Like matters in a way that it doesn't for, I mean, it's t- tiny huge islands, but that's still. Like, oh yeah, still, but but that's still like a little. It, it it's still not like your literal jump. Like your literal jump determines what you can and can't do. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, it it is a much more. I think it it is more interesting than tiny huge island. The only other time where, I mean, you obviously bring health with you into into worlds from the hub world um but you also can um leave a world without your hat and go into a world with a different hat and it will it will remember that you don't have your hat um well that's right yeah like if you get like if it gets stolen in shifting sand land and then you go somewhere else or something I don't know. It might even not give it back to you if you save the game and quit. So you have um, to go back and get it from the vulture. I think you do. Oh um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you game over, it'll give you your hat back. That makes sense because, like, that'd be like a soft because that's like a like a reset. Yeah. That's, yeah, like that's effectively a complete reset of at least like the stuff that comes back since the last save point. Yeah. Yeah, so, that so it would it would have no way of knowing. Yeah, so that makes yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, what do I roll for? What? Yes, secrets in the shallows and sky um, is a great name for a star, um, and it even en- it encapsulates everything that's um, interesting about the world. It being in the shallows and sky. Yes, is that the one where you have to? Is that like the separate area? No, that is one of the one of the check one of the checkpoint stars, where you either push a block or you um, jump into a block um, in order to get a number to appear, oh. and then a star will appear at the beginning. Okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's a cool one. The express elevator one is cool too. Yeah, that is cool. You have to set that up with yes. The, with the you have to have shallow waters. Um, you certainly have to break the box at the bottom. Yeah, that that's the big thing. Yeah, at least from what I remember is yeah, yeah. That, that that's like the type of thing that I think is so cool about the course. Like the, uh, the there's a, the multiple kind of factors, but not, but not in a like that can get a little like oh, what am I supposed to do? But it's all baked into like the. An overall environment of the course, right? And you can do stuff depending. Um, I, I have to say that um, shocking arrow lifts is another one of those stars where it's just like if you just um, fool around in the course and 
figure out how to raise the water level to a certain point, then you can just swim to the star. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like, yeah. That doesn't like, require any tricky speedrunning stuff. Right, which is, again, neat that, like, that, that you can use the environment the game creates to, to do that. Uh, anything um, else? Wet Dry World? Um, you can do a cool trick in Wet Dry World where um, if you aim at a certain part in the sky, um, and, well, actually, Shifting Sandland's even cooler, but you can aim to a certain part of the sky and basically land back in, into the cannon after you... Um, after you fall to the ground near the cannon. And so you do that twice, and then you end up with zero health. And then, and you're, but you're still in the cannon, and you can shoot yourself out of the cannon and, like, die in the tunnel, in the, a tunnel in the air. But Shifting Sandland is even cooler because, um, if you have the wing cap on, then you can shoot out and fly around, and you're flying around dead. That's um, really interesting. Yeah. And until uh, uh, the wing cap runs out, you can't, if you fly through coins, it doesn't heal you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense because if you hit zero, the game would identify you as being dead. So that would make sense. Right, but you have to be in water or on ground to die. Oh, to a fish to actually die. I didn't know that. That's. I I wonder how that's how like that's been abused. Like if that's been like kind of abused and so, or not abused, but like used in other what other ways that's been used. Yeah, I'm not sure. I only know of that little trick. Um. I I did do something like that to screw with a friend of mine where I was like like I said the torches can hurt you in the in the hub world so I just hurt myself until I was almost dead and then I'd jump into lethal lava land and give him the controller and say hey show me how good you are and then he'd go into the level and Mario's dead from the get go Oh like how did you die that fast Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Those that's mean. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's, that's funny. Um, tall, tall mountain. Yes. There's a monkey. And he's really annoying. He takes your hat. Um, he's one of the ones that can, that can take your hat. Um, there's a slide in the level that you don't need to go down because that's you can you can just jump off and and back kick. And you get the star. Um, pretty neat. It's 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 very obnoxious if you fall. It is obnoxious if you fall. Yeah, it's a tall mountain. The the red coins was another one that was a little harrowing. Not harrowing, but like, oh, I like am almost like like where there's like it's 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 it looks easy. But not it's easy, but it could also be easy to screw up if you like slightly mess up one of the jumps on the mushrooms. Yes, yeah, especially if you're trying to get to the to the warp and it's a uh, it's it's the smallest mushroom. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. But that's all I have to say about that. It's, yeah, it's I, uh, I, I like the course, but it's um Yeah, it's a, it's a cool course. I don't I don't have a ton else on it. Yeah. Now, um that was going to be my other guess other than Hazy Maze Cave for your least favorite. I, yeah, I, I I generally I don't love it. I appreciate it much more after we played through it. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I still don't enjoy it a ton, but I appreciate it a lot more after our playthrough. That's fair. Because during our playthrough, the red coins. <laughs> I have that the in, like, red coins. This was, oh my, I, how many, uh, th- this would have been the we should have kept a counter of how many times it took me because not not only like is it super difficult to get into the cave but it's and oh well i guess we could kind of talk about our favorite part of the game the camera yeah this is a good time to bring it up uh so the camera's generally fine but at times atrocious and if you're in that cave trying to make some of those jumps and you can't adequately judge the distance, well, now you have to go all the way back and make those kind of crazy jumps to get back into the cave and start over. Yeah, there are, it's weird. There are other, because it um, puts you in a different area. Um, and but there it, are other stars where. Um, if it puts you in a different area, then it will start you there if you've died. Yes. Um, like, uh, I think the, the, the volcano. There's the mountain slide star. Mountain slide. What? Oh, is that in Tall Tall Mountain? In Tall Tall Mountain, you you can go back there, and it's um, and if you if you go back in the painting again, it'll drop you right there. But this one doesn't, and I bet that would have been uh, that would have been you would have liked that. Very helpful. Yeah. Well, that well, that's that's one of the quality of life things that I think in Dolce and a lot of some of late, later games, like are just checkpoint checkpointing in general. Right. Which like right. you don't, which not a ton of the courses need in kind of like their layout, but like that, like in this in general, like if you go to a different area, especially for the star. Maybe just, yeah. I'm just not great. <laughs> I did thought, you ever get did you ever get it? No, I did. Yes. No, I you did. Got yes. Nice. I I forgot. Yeah, no, that one I did get because I was definitely wanted to make sure. <laughs> but <laughs> that, that happened. Um now we ha- now we have um a TikTok clock, which is a is a very uh, very tall level. Um and a mistake costs you dearly. Yes, but God. you can at the very least um maybe catch yourself on a different level. But yeah, yeah, depending on yeah, like maybe. I think this one is like tech from a like technical perspective, like more difficult than Rainbow Ride. Yes. Um a lot of Rainbow Rides difficulty is the sheer expanse of falling space. Yes. Um, and a lot of the difficulty comes from 
the fact that you have to spend so much time riding the carpets. Yes. Um, which means that you are, uh, it feels like you've done more to get to a, a, a certain point than you really did. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas TikTok clock, like you, you probably did do more and it took you as long and you did do more. And now you have to start over whatever section it was. Right. But it, yeah, it had some of the most challenging stars. Uh, Stomp on the Thwomp is tough. That's all the way up at the top. Um, but funnily enough, um, and you can tell this in speedrunning, a lot of the stars are um, are very close to one another. So if you know how to navigate, with a, a, like, despite the specific layout of the course, then you can go to the same place and get multiple stars. <laughs> Yeah, that's the. This is the one in particular where I just remember watching speedrunners do certain jumps and, like, how are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, I know. But but since we're kind, of, we seem to be talking about this one and Rainbow Ride in tandem. Nothing compares to what is only known as carpetless. And anyone who follows um, speedruns will know what I'm talking about. Where you get the big house in the sky without a carpet. And you need to go up to the ship first. Um, again, without a carpet, so you have to use leftover infrastructure to get up there. Um, and then you use a bomb to basically glide over to the other part of the course and then jump on like a million edges to get onto the top of the house. It's It's... Stupid. Oh, and, I think and very rarely been done. Yeah, I showed that to you. Yeah, that's just that is just unreal. <laughs> just because of the, all the all the things that have to go exactly right in sequence. Yeah, you got to grind that pretty hard. Yeah, but 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 I do think TikTok Hog is a well designed course. It's just really difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally is. Um, because you have to decide like, oh, am I gonna? Th that's okay. Wow. Yes, I think wow. I, yeah, I think we're about to say the same thing. Go ahead. Why did we say that Wet Dry World was the yes. only one where it depends <laughs> how you get in? Right. <laughs> Some people listening to this were probably screaming at us like, you idiots. Yeah, that, and, and, and this, one's, this one's even more nuanced because even more things are affected by the time that you jump in. I wouldn't say more things no, are affected. More. But there are technically more options. You only have three in Wet Dry World, whereas in TikTok Clock you have four. Yeah, that makes um, sense. and it's it's tough to decide. Like, yeah, obviously, in terms of um, getting from, uh, you know, making kind of tricky in terms of making tricky jumps, um, you it, stopping time is best. But you are might run into a place when you get high up where you're like, oh, unless this is moving, I can't go on. So you have yeah, to balance yeah. um, light movement. Um, really doing it at three, not that you're forced to do it the same every time, but if you were to do it at only one, um, at only one, it would be the slowest movement, number three, or, or at three o'clock. 
Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that 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 would be, you're saying that's the you think that's the best balance. Uh, it has the best balance, but um, you can do it in stopped time. It's just a matter of um, uh, doing the right jumps to get past certain places, um, or you can try and get the red coins, yes. even though the platforms are rotating. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, cause red coins are probably the only one. It's the only one there where it almost not has to be stopped, but like the, it's know, literally like, part of the star name. Stop time for red coins. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anything else on TikTok clock in particular? Yeah, no, and not really on Rainbow Ride either. Except there is another trick that I still haven't managed. You can do there. Um, you can. There are coins in the air um above open expanse so you can technically if you make that your 100th coin you will fall all the way to the to the um to the to the dead zone to the dying zone um but you won't die because the star animation will supersede it so if you get your star over open air you will get a star and you won't actually die even though you fall all the way to the bottom that's interesting well, there's, I like, God. there's stuff around death that's that can be is, is fun to play with. Yeah, that, well, you thought that would kind of be another one of those like you don't die until you hit the ground. Um, oh quite. yeah, I should say, I yeah, I should have said, yeah, you can also die when you hit the hit the dead zone or whatever it's called at the bottom of a level. Oh um, yes, that is yeah. another way that you can die. Um, but if, if you're, if you already have gotten a star, then it will do that first. That takes priority, but, oh, but you have God. to, but the thing is you have to be on the ground or on the ground or in the water or on like the, the ground ground, you know, the, the ground of the ultimate ground of the level in order to both die and respond to getting a star. Hmm. So oh, that's God. why they, that's why they kind of interact in strange ways. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's pretty neat. But, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, the only thing I, other thing I have on Rainbow Ride, the coins are cool. The maze and the tricky triangles one is cool. We had to like jump up to get. To yeah, the that's it's pretty tough, but it is cool. Yeah, so yeah, it's not easy, but but it's kind of but yeah, like it's that's a neat one. I think just well, the Mario like the wing cap star itself is is obnoxiously difficult if you don't, or if you like if you don't. Because you have to get everything like right away, basically, on the first shot. You do, you do. I, I to this day, I don't know of a way to even if you um have to land on the tower. I still don't know how you get up to a height where you can even get the um the lowest coins. Yeah, that's. I don't know if it's possible. Just interesting, but <laughs> um, uh, the bow. We kind of touched on the Bowser's like throughout. But they're all cool courses. Uh, I think Fire Sea might be my favorite. Fire Sea is is good. Um, yeah, I yeah either Fire Sea or or, or, or Bowser in the Sky. In the sky, yeah, that, yeah, they're both pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I they are the most linear, probably of all the courses. Oh yeah, yeah. They're well, they're they're really the old. Yeah, they're yeah. Because they're the only course where, like, the only, they're the only courses where the only thing to do is to just get to the end. Right. 
Well, and um, the red coins, but yeah. And the red coins, and then um, the... And then as far as getting to the end, there's also the Princess's Secret slide, which we didn't touch on. Oh, that's um, right. That's the only one where the stars are this and this, but faster. That's, yeah, that's a good point, which which becomes a theme in the 3D games, like, with other stars like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just stars. have this, you have the speed, in the ga- galaxy, you have the speed comet, comets. Yeah, that's just so you don't have to design another star, basically. Yes, that, like, the Manta races, uh, Sunshine does it, but um with sunshine i think there's a couple in sunshine that are like that um yeah there's certainly manta races in in uh sunshine or jet skis or whatever the heck it is yeah the yeah yeah i think the yeah yeah um and we'd already kind of touched on the wing caps i i there's the aquarium which is the easiest star in the game it's kind of a pretty kind of cool just environment just to like move in <laughs> that's true um it's the only one where you cannot um unless you do some sort of a uh, cheat code you can't um fail you cannot you cannot no you can fail you can stay there until you drown oh, that, oh, but, yeah, that's right. but you can um you can't stand there's no land whatsoever oh you that's can only, yeah. you can only swim that's so, very, yeah that's interesting yeah, the only thing, yeah, the only thing, I, like, I just, the Bowser in the Sky in the DS version, or the final, the I should say, not like the course itself, but Bowser, that Bowser took me forever. And that's because of the, and that was because of, I think, largely because of the, the DS version, it's like, you have to, like, swing him around with your thumb on the touchscreen, um, which is obnoxious. Um, although I don't know if it's more obnoxious than using the analog stick, <laughs> but... Uh, John. Then using the analog stick. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. um, now, one other cool thing that has to do with the star animation is um, we were talking about Blast Away the Wall. The speed running trick to get that one is to hit the, just just without the cannon, um, go at the wall at a certain angle, and then you will, you don't have to actually break the wall, but you'll still get the star. Um, oh. And what you do is um, you go, go onto the plank and um, kind of do a, a, a U-turn and fall slash jump at the wall at a very specific angle. And then you instantaneously appear at the right below where the shallow water is. And the, and, and the star animation plays, but it's completely silent except for Mario saying, here we go. And the reason it, it does that is because when you are um, moving slowly in that area, you're next to the piranha plant. And so the music of the level goes away, and the oh. piranha plant lullaby music starts playing. So it, when it teleports you away, I'm, I'm not sure why it teleports you down to the ground instead of it just uh, letting you fall. But because it does that, it stops the, it, the like the music gets tangled up almost. You you it stops the lullaby, but it it's like trying to start up the 
main theme of the course, but you also um, you're also uh, ordered by the code to um, play the star um, get theme. So it, it just it just all kind of cancels out and goes silent. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's ha. Huh. It's a neat like detail. We miss any stars? Uh, well, the other. I mean, there's like other castle secret ones, but we, we, I don't. Are there? I mean, there's toads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the toads. Uh, there's toads and there's mips. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mips has think... two. That's one of just like you literally just do the exact same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's... Um, but you have toads, m- mips, uh, aquarium caps. Um, that's already eight. And then you have the red coins in the Bowser stage. That's 11. Um, I think that's vanishing cap under the moat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we already, that's one of the caps. Um, I think there are either 12 or 15. So not sure where those others are. This is embarrassing. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, um, anything? Oh, I think that's, I mean, it's a great, great game. Not my favorite 3D Mario. Maybe, maybe we'll do Galaxy or, or Galaxy at some point. It might be a very different conversation, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll we see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, no. A seminal video game. And I, I thought it'd be fun to try just something. A little different. Like I'm not as, even though I play a fair amount of video games, I'm not. My general knowledge is basically, but like relatively more for books. But I figured it'd be again just a fun, fun episode to go over. Yeah, it was a great idea, and uh, we may do another one in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, until then, we're your hosts, John and Johnny. And I'll see you next time.